Yeah. Yeah. Old Town. Do you know about my city? Old Town. The city of old. Old Town. Oh, don't you know? Old Town. Do you know about my city? Old Town. The city of old. Welcome, you are listening to the A's of Diamonds. I am Luke, and I'm here with my good buddy and brother, Ray, and we're here to talk about the A's, the A's season coming up. This is going to be fun. Welcome, this is our first episode. Welcome to the show. And welcome, Ray. Ray, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Very excited for this uh, season of the A's. There's nothing I look forward to more in March than baseball. That's I'm sure. so glad baseball's back. Oh my gosh! I I there were a couple times during the off season that I thought, okay, it's baseball season now. Then I thought, nope, now it's baseball season. Nope, now it's baseball season. And I keep on finding different excuses to celebrate the beginning of baseball season. At first, it was you know the NFL being over. What is that one? Football. Yeah. And then it was after the. Uh, all-star weekend for NBA. I thought that's okay. Now it's baseball season. And then baseball season actually kind of started with the pitchers and catchers reporting. And I thought, no, now it's baseball season. And then they started games. And I thought, no, now it's baseball season. We're here. We're here. It's very exciting. It's here. The A's are playing games. Some of them are on TV. It's fun. Glenn Kuyper is throwing out, you know, and that baby is gone. It's a good time to be a baseball fan. It's beautiful. Um, yeah, it's great. So I looking at this season and trying to get into get excited for the season, I always have a hard, like, a slow ramp up to the season every year where the season starts and you're kind of like, wait, who's on the team still and who's the new people and, you know, trying to figure out all that stuff. And it usually takes a few series or, like, midway through April and you kind of feel like, okay, now I get the team. Um, so this year I wanted to get into it earlier and see what I could do to figure out, wait, what do I need to know about this team? How can we hit the ground running when it comes to that first series at the end of March? Uh, so I like I feel like I know it a lot better than I have in years past and something that we can we can share with our audience that we're excited to have here with us. Thank you guys yeah. for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Yeah, I think I think every season I come into it with a new perspective and I think this season uh, my perspective is, uh, uh, World Series champs. I, I think we're gonna. I, I think if we're gonna do it, this is this is a great season to do it. I'm, oh, I'm, wow. I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm setting the expectations that high right now. <laughs> That's and, that uh, seems like a really good strategy. <laughs> I I, it's there. I think they're there. I think it's there. I think the the A's the A's are gonna do it. We had. I mean, we had a really good year last year. Yeah. It was a little bit of a disappointing finish. Again, losing in that wild card game. And then we had the wonderful offseason of the Astros uh, getting found out as cheaters, which we all really enjoyed. And so now here we are back at a new year with the A's team intact. We added a couple more pieces. We'll talk about that in more depth um, in a future episode. Um, but I, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling pretty good. It's been a while since the A's have gone into a season with pretty high expectations. That is true. I, I every season I feel like the A's go into it and everyone's questioning, okay, so who are the starting pitchers? Who are the guys that we can expect to perform well this year? Like we kind of know those answers and it's exciting. It's just kind of let's pick let's pick up from where we were last season and just keep going. Yeah, it's really good. 
Okay, so let's talk a little bit about the show here because this is the first episode ever of the A's of Diamonds. Um, this is going to be your new home for the A's for the year, um, those of you listening. This is where we, what we wanted to do, the whole point of this and the reason that we started this was what we found was we really enjoyed following the team. We watch basically every game. Um, we follow online. I follow a ton of Twitter accounts that are A's related and a bunch of people that are A's fans. And I've been trying to figure out like, what's the way, how do I get involved more in this community of A's fans? How do we interact more? How do I cheer and root with these people on a day-to-day basis? And as, uh, me and Ray, we have a ton of experience with podcasting and creating audiences and so what we wanted to do, and by I mean a ton of experience, I mean we have a little bit of experience. Uh, and so what we wanted to do was do that for the A's because I feel like there's like there's a lot of really good A's content to read out there, but there's we're kind of missing that like community that you can listen to as you drive to work, that you can interact with online, and we can go back and forth. The point of this show is not to be a one-way thing that we sit down every week and we talk. And that's the end of it. The point of this is, hey, let's talk about the A's. We want to hear from you as the listeners. Um, and and we, want, we want you to get involved and tell us what you're thinking and what you're worried about so we can talk about it as a group. Right. And then part of the thing I love about baseball is the community that it is, right? I mean, you have – when when you find a, a common baseball fan, you know, like it, it – I feel like it takes more to be a baseball fan than it does to become to be an NBA, you know, a basketball fan or a football fan, right? It's easy to be a casual, you know, whatever it is, Lakers fan, right? You all know who LeBron James is. You all know who, you know, Steph Curry is if you're a Warriors fan, right? But like the A's community, and you drop names like, you know, the Chris Coglin era, and people are like, oh yeah, I remember Chris Coglin playing for the A's for those. 20 games, whatever it was, you know, and you drop these names that no one else knows about except for A's fans. And I think it's awesome. I was going to ask you, I think it's really cool. I was going to ask you, Ray, just to prove to this group here, prove that you're an A's fan in one sentence or less. How do you prove that you're a real A's fan? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, uh, Wow. Okay. You kind of put me on the spot there. That's tough. Uh, No, that's fine. Let's say um, let's say there's a scenario where for some reason somebody says, you know what, I'm going to kill you unless you're a real A's fan and you only get one sentence to prove it to me. Just imagine that that scenario comes up. Okay. No, I what are you going to say? It. Yeah. Uh, right field bleachers. Uh, I'll say <laughs> the... <laughs> I'll say the... <laughs> I don't, you're dead. I don't know this is tough. <laughs> I'm, I'm dead. No, but I, I feel like... <laughs> Okay, Bernie Lean. Oh, beautiful. I'm just thinking of some things that, you know, A's fans recognize. Uh, Mount Davis. Um, Ray Fossey. Amazing. Yeah, most people wouldn't know that. Yeah, that's great. Right. I, I don't know. It, it's, it's tough. It's tough. It because, is hard. I thought because, of that question, and then I realized it's kind of unfair because I have no idea what I would say. No, I don't either. But 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 I, I think I get to what you're, you're coming at is – is there are things that A's fans know, and the more that you know, I get to know or get to follow A's fans on Twitter, the more I get to know these things. There are certain things that A's fans know that no other team fans know about. Yeah, I think that there. So right? I, when I was thinking through this, there were a couple of things that stood out. 
Like you could go the route of things that you would only know if you've been to a bunch of the games in person. Um, things okay. like uh, the the dude that sells pizzas that yells pizza really loud. Um, <laughs> yep. That yeah, you know who I'm talking about, or the yep. guy that usually is down in the lower bowl of the of the Coliseum uh -huh. doing the hot dogs the hot up dogs, all yeah. nice. Right. Yeah, that guy. Everybody knows who that guy is. Um, you know, so there's a couple of things in the park of the experience of going to the games that you would only really know if you've been to a bunch of them. Balfour Rage. Balfour Rage. That's amazing. You wouldn't know. You wouldn't know about that unless you went to the games, probably. Yeah. Right. Because they didn't really show that stuff on TV. Right. It's yeah, I think uh, that's the that's the freaking awesome thing about the A's. I, I, that's what I love about baseball is the the tradition, I guess. Right. You go to an A's game, there are traditions that people uh that, that, that just get carried on and it's fun to see. I, I have this buddy at work who grew up Bay Area. Uh and he he was like, Oh, you're an A's fan. And I was like, Yeah, I'm an A's fan. He's a Giants fan, by the way. Mm. But like his dad is an A's fan and his mom is an A's fan. And so he grew up going to A's games. And he uh, he was doing some of the chants from back in the day, like the uh, Miguel Tejada, um, or some other ones he was doing. I can't remember the other ones that he was doing, but but he was bringing up all those old players that played, you know, early two thousand Miguel Tejada, Eric Chavez, Mark Ellis, all those guys. And I was like, oh yeah, that's cool. That like, you know, there's kind of that community of you only know this if you've gone to the games or you grew up going to the games. Yeah, it's it, the A's seem like not every team has this. There are some teams that do, but not every team does. And the A's seems like one of them where the players that come through Oakland, even after they leave because players don't stay here that long because of how we try to make a team, um, the players that do leave, they all kind of take a piece of Oakland with them. And they always, almost always speak fondly of Oakland. Yeah. I, I would agree with that for the most part. Um, I think there are some players that look back and they kind of, they don't look at it super fondly, but, but the ones that, that came through that made an impact for sure. Right. Um, what well, I mean, the ones that come off the top of my head, Sean Doolittle, right. right yeah. I think, I think he loved his time in Oakland. Like that, that gave him a shot. Right. I think Josh Donaldson who had his first shot in Oakland. Right. Like yeah. I think those those kind of players would look back. Eric Sogard even last season, right after at the uh, uh, wild card game, he was on the Rays, and he's like, "Yeah, like I love coming back here. Like this is where I started." You yeah, know? I think that's cool. It is pretty cool. Um, the other thing that I really like about this is when we do get new players, the reaction of those new players is always like, "This is different from any team I've been on." Just the like the fun level of the team is an all-time high just the yeah, and that's cool. that's the thing about this team and it doesn't matter it kind of doesn't matter who's been on it it's always been the case that it's just always kind of a fun ball club of like hey we're here we may not be paid the most um but who cares like let's go out there and let's play let's have fun let's go win games and surprise some people and that seems to work mostly for them year after year which is kind of cool yeah, Luke. Let me ask you a question. When when did you first uh, become an A's fan? Uh, great question, Ray. Uh, okay, so as somebody that grew up in the Bay Area, I remember. I don't like. I don't know. Never. I mean, always. Right. So as right. from 
the very yep. beginning. Um, the first real experience that I remember with the A's, there were a couple of them. I remember going to a handful of games as like a really young kid, maybe when I was like five, six, seven, somewhere in that uh-huh. eight, maybe. Um, and I remember we, cause we'd always go to the bleachers and that's where we got tickets. Cause they were cheap. It was like one fifty for a ticket. Uh, to go sit in the bleachers and we'd uh, always sit out there and I remember because Ruben Sierra played in the outfield at that point and we'd always like call out his name to Ruben like for some reason I don't know I just remember that wow. as a kid um, the other <laughs> thing like the 90s other then, right yeah yeah in the early 90s uh, the other thing that I remember is there was a time where uh, uh, some of my friends were going to go to an A's game and my older brothers got invited to go with them and I did not. And I was completely pissed to the point where I like tried to lock everyone in the house and keep them from going to the game because I really wanted to go watch the A's. Um, and that was probably around that same same age period. Uh, but I still remember that and everyone still gives me crap about that. Uh, yeah, that time. But it is one of my earliest memories. <laughs> <laughs> nice. For me, it's different. Uh, you know, you know, we 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 moved away from the Bay Area when I was five years old, so we probably went to A's games when I was young. I don't remember it really. Throughout middle school and high school, I think we went to a couple of A's games, but it wasn't as frequent. But I do remember uh, getting the game. Uh, what was it? MLB uh, two thousand four, something like that. I have it actually. Oh, it's right there. It's uh, Major League Baseball 2K5, presented by ESPN. It was the one with uh, Derek Jeter on the cover. Wait, what is and this? A video game? A video game, yeah. Nintendo 64. PlayStation 2. Oh, PlayStation, no, PlayStation 2. 2. And I remember playing that game a lot when I was in middle school. And uh, I remember playing with the A's all the time. That was kind of like when I remember falling in love with Eric Chavez, just playing as him. I thought it was cool. Uh, very cool and and eric burns at the time you know and you had uh jason kendall behind the plate at the time on that game like those little things kind of got me introduced back into the a's as a kid then i remember going to a couple games when i was in high school and kind of like oh yeah like that's eric chavez that's the guy from the video game and how cool that was (laughs) i do remember guy from the not the other (laughs) way around right right great um but I, I remember going to a game in high school where the A's were playing the Cardinals. And I remember this was my first introdu- introduction to Albert Pujols. I remember he was on the Cardinals at the time, right? And there was a fan behind us that every time Albert Pujols would get up to bat, someone would yell something like, uh, up your Pujol, or something like that. Okay, wait, was, time uh, out. This is... Okay, we're going to have to change the rating on this episode. No longer oh, clean. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We'll bleep that out. <clears throat> and then I remember I remember going to a game when I was in high school where there's this this guy sitting a couple rows back from us. We were on the first baseline uh down on the ground and there's a guy a couple rows back that every every time a new player would come up to bat, he would yell louder than anyone else and much slower than everyone else. Let's go, Oakland. And no one else would chime in with him because he would chant it so slow, but he would do it every batter no matter what. And I remember thinking, like, this is awesome. This is, you know, 
I, I didn't like baseball as a kid. I played baseball, but that's why I hated it so much. And I just remember in, in high school, that, you know, those little experiences of the A's was awesome. And then I remember it wasn't until 2012 that I finally like fell in love with the A's, where it was like every season was, I'm on board, let's do this, right? And that 2012 season was awesome. That was a great year. Where they started off not great, right? Going into June, they had a really good June. They had a really fun, young, kind of electric team with, you know, Coco Crisp. And they had uh, uh, Derek Norris at the time, right? That was like his first season there. And Josh Donaldson got called up halfway through the season. Brandon Moss had a huge season. Josh Reddick was having a huge season. And it was like all of these young players that nobody knew about that were just kicking butt. And they... I remember following that season pretty closely, and I remember that last game of the season when they overtook the the Rangers. I remember in the very last game of the season, and like I do remember, how that yeah. was like that was like the that was like the the seal on the envelope. It was like I'm in. Let's do this. And ever since then, it's every season I am following every transaction during the off season. I'm following every player during the season, and it's it's. So what you're well, telling me is you're romantic about baseball. I was going to say, it's hard not to be romantic about baseball. <laughs> um, I That 2012 season was a big one for me too because that was, that was actually the year that I moved back to the Bay Area. I was oh, living in right. Seattle. I lived in Seattle for a few years, and we moved back to the Bay Area in the summer of 2012. And so that was an amazing year to come back to the Bay Area for and follow the team through the rest of that, uh, to, through the through the end of that. And I just remember that in that series, because that was against the Tigers in that oh, ALDS, right. right? And we had tickets to go to game five, and the A's were down 3-1 or 2-1 going into game four. And it was one of those like, ah, oh, they kind of went down early, and then they like they took the lead late in the game. And I just remember being at home like so thrilled that it meant I, get to, I went, got to go to the game the next day. Uh, to go watch game five and then um and then I hate Verlander. Uh but mm. it was still a wonderful memory and good times. Yeah, I think I I don't know, and I often think back to myself like you're not much of an ace fan. You've been an ace fan, like a like a like a true A's fan since two thousand twelve. That's eight eight seasons ago now. But I feel like I don't know. While I haven't been around the A's for super long, and I don't know all the players in between, uh, like I still love them. You know what I mean? And I still follow them like crazy now, right? Like it's exciting it, when uh, it, it's exciting watching players that you know. I remember hearing get drafted, and seeing kicking butt in the majors now. Like it's 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 a fun ride. It's really cool. It's definitely the team that I spend the most time with now. I do yeah. follow others. Like, I follow basketball. I'm a Kings fan, which is painful. Um, and I actually really like the Kings and follow them pretty close. I kind of follow the 49ers only when they're good, which was this year, which was fun. Um, but baseball, I kind of follow the most. I, it's, I am, it's embarrassing how much time I spend watching the A's. And by embarrassing, I just mean like I have other things that I should probably do, but I do watch most of the games, and there are a lot of baseball games. Yeah, 
someone at work was asking me, so how many games do you actually watch out of the 182? How much, how many do you watch? 62, 162. Oh, 162. Sorry. 162. How many do you watch? And I was thinking about it and it's not like I sit down and watch every game all the way through, but I'll watch three or four innings at least of probably 120. Yeah. Now it seems like, okay, I miss a lot of games, but like while I'm not watching games, I follow it on my phone too, though. It's like, oh, I, I have the notifications turned on to yeah, send me a notification every anytime somebody scores in one of the A's games. That's it. Like, yeah, yeah. and so even if I'm not watching the game, I'm, I'm following the game. Uh, so right. I remember my, I was, I was sitting at, uh, we were playing games one night with my in-laws and I had my phone out and my mother-in-law's like, what are you doing on your phone? You're always on your phone. I'm like, I'm watching the baseball game. She's like, Oh, you got it on your phone. I said, well, I'm following the pitch by pitch. She's like, you gotta be kidding me. You follow the pitch by pitch. I'm like, well, yeah, like that's even exciting. I love it. I used to not understand how people could listen to baseball on the radio. I even freaking listen to baseball on the radio. Now, if I'm driving home from work during a game. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't know if it's like it, it has come with like a maturity of me, but like understanding. That's, that's definitely and, what it is. Un- understanding and following the game of baseball and knowing the ins and outs of strategy is what makes baseball so exciting. Like people don't understand how baseball can be exciting. And I get it. I do. Yeah. But once you understand all of the mental game, all of the strategy that goes into a good baseball game, every pitch is important, right? I watch every pitch. Oh, and there's so much. There's so much that goes into every pitch, right? I know. I always thought this. I And I totally understand that concept, right? Because a lot of people look at baseball and they say, how can you watch this? It's so slow. Nothing really ever happens. Um, it takes three and a half hours and maybe you score a couple of runs. So like most of the time, nothing's happening. And it's like, no, no, no. Baseball is freaking intense. Once you understand that, like, I I remember the first time I realized or understood the concept of like, hey, sometimes the pitcher tries to throw a ball and it's like, oh, wait, what? It's like my mind was blown by that concept and then understanding, oh, now I get it. I get it because if they just tried to throw strikes all the time, they would get hit out of the park. And like, I think that there's a few steps like that along fans' lives that they kind of remember learning and understanding those. Anyway, I think that that, that right, stuff's absolutely. super cool and fun. Yeah. Yeah. I, I watch every, every pitch with anticipation. I feel like it is the most stressful of any game there is out there. Just because, oh, I mean, yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, yeah, just think I, about, okay, like, I, I try to do the – because there's so much time to prepare and every single pitch has a play called, right? There's a play called mm-hmm. on both sides for every pitch. Basketball, it would be like for basketball, after every possession, there was a timeout where you got to draw up a play. Right. It would make and basketball totally well. different, right? And, like, uh-huh. the coaches would matter more and the, like – the mental game of what you're, what play you're going to do and how are you going to fake somebody out, out would matter more. It's less improv, right? Baseball, it's, it's a called game. Every single mm-hmm. pitch is called. And it is still improv, right? Because they're not, they don't have, like, 
the catcher has to know this in their heads. Like they get signals, but like they have to know this and they have to be on the same page with that pitcher and to be able to play an entire game and know the other team's lineup up and down to know what they want, what they're expecting, what they're not expecting, what they can hit, what they can't hit and be able to do that. It's just freaking beautiful. It's awesome. Yeah. I think one of the, one of the best things that has happened to baseball in the last couple of years is John boy. I'm going to give John Boy, shout out! I'm sure he'll be flattered that we gave him a shout out on the show. He's, um, I think he's listening. I, he probably is. Uh, one of the things he does the best in his breakdown videos is really breaking down strategy or or mental strategy that 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 batters and uh, pitchers go through, right? And I think if people just knew, if people just understood all of the like the chess match behind the scenes, it would make baseball the most popular sport in America. Yeah. And the fact that it's not is a real bummer. Yeah, the fact I that, totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that baseball is not bigger and more popular is kind of sad. But um, I do think that, and maybe this isn't true, but it does feel like the core of baseball fans are becoming more expert at being fans. Than, oh, for other, than for other sports. Like, I feel like in the NBA, there's a lot of fans that are casual fans. This is what you're saying at the beginning. For baseball, it's hard to kind of be a casual fan of baseball. Yeah. yeah that's very true. Uh, it, takes, it takes more dedication. It takes more time and more concentration, I guess, right? Yeah. Which is why <laughs> we're so excited to be spending this time every week talking with all of you. So that we can, you know, spend time together with other baseball fans, other A's fans specifically, and hear from you and understand, like, what are you excited about? Like, what players do you get pumped when when you see that they're coming up or when they're pinch hitting, right? Um, who are you hoping that the other the other team hits to when we're on defense? Like, and what are you looking for in those? And how how excited are you when you get a Matt Chapman dive to his left to stop it and then stand up and spin around and throw it to Matt Olson across the infield. Like that stuff's amazing. I want to hear from people. What do they get the most excited about when watching A's games? So just to, just to plug a couple of ways that you can reach out to us, because this only works if you can talk back to us. Um, so we're not just talking at you is you can email us. There's a few options. One, you can email us um, A's of diamonds at gmail.com. Just send us an email. It doesn't even have to be good. Just send us an email, uh, share your thoughts, questions, anything that you have. Go for it. Number two, you can tweet at us. We have a Twitter account. The It's at the A's of Diamonds. Go follow us there. We'll be posting about the games, um, posting about new episodes coming out, other things, fielding questions, interacting with, with all of you. Um, you can do that. Same thing on Instagram, at the A's of Diamonds. A little harder to talk back and forth, but go ahead. You can follow us there. You can DM us, tweet at us, any of those. You can also follow us individually. I know, Ray, you have a, a Twitter account that you've been using to, to tweet about the A's and talk about the A's. Do you want to plug that one? Yeah, I, uh, it's at A's in the hole. Uh, each word is separated by a, what's it called? An underscore, A's underscore in underscore the underscore hole. That is the most <laughs> confusing Twitter handle. Hey, yeah, they don't let you. Uh, anyways, um, but uh, the, here's the thing, though. Like, we don't know a ton about baseball. We know we love it. We know we love the A's, 
right? And so, like, if you're listening to us thinking, oh, these people have nothing new to teach me about baseball, like, that's not really the point, like, right? You want you want a conversation. You want things to be, you know, the conversation starts here, right? So yeah. reach out, tweet at me, uh, call me out if I say something stupid about baseball. I, I get it. I saw someone tweet out their favorite lineup the other day, and someone said John Jaso. And I remember thinking, oh, John Jaso, that guy was a freaking stud. Just like how, I don't know, I, I really liked him when he played for the I did too. for that season or two. Um, and someone someone called him out and said, wow, John Jaso, like, you make me want to puke at the fact that you love John Jaso. And I'm like, oh, like, interesting. Like, I, I, I want to hear your guys' opinion. I like hearing your yeah. guys' opinion. And I mean, and you're right. We don't, I mean, we're probably not the most knowledgeable A's fans in the world, especially when it comes to like A's history. I'm telling you right now, I'm just not an expert at that. Um, But what I can tell you is like, we will do, we'll give you some good stuff. It's not going to just be our opinions. Like we're going to make sure that we have good stuff to talk about um, every week. And actually that leads us kind of into talking about what we're going to be doing on the show and what the, what the makeup of it is. So right now we have spring training going on, um, all the preseason stuff. The first game of the season, I think, starts on, I want to say March 27th. Does that sound right? 26th against the Twins. Yeah, 26th. It's at home. Um, So between now and then, we have a few weeks. And so what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the team, the makeup of the team. We're going to do an episode talking about the roster changes. Who did we lose from last year? Who did we get? What's some information? What do we need to know about those people? We're going to do an episode about our roster. Like who is going to be on the team this year? Who's actually going to be playing? We'll do one episode about each uh, set of positions. I don't know. We're going to do one episode about the outfield. We'll do one episode about the infield. We'll do one episode about starting pitching. We'll do one episode about the bullpen. And then we'll do a final episode about offense. And so that way we can you can break it up, and if there's one that you're interested more in the other, you can do that, or you can kind of pick and choose between them, or you can listen to all of them, um, and to try to get a sense of who's going to be on the team. It is going to be interesting to figure out who's that 26 man roster. It went up a, a number this year, right? So 26 oh, man roster so. this year, yeah, I think. Like and that. so so you know we'll we'll talk about that a little bit, and then we'll we'll do an episode where we kind of break down the whole schedule for the whole season. Um, I know it's 162 games. Um, but there's more to it than that. There's, you know, there's 52 series. What are those series? You know, and they split those series 26 at home, 26 on the road. And let's talk about what those are. Like, who are we going to be playing? What are the hard stretches of the season? What are we looking forward to? What are the, like, what are the series that we're most excited about? Um, we'll do an episode on that. So we're going to do that just over the next few weeks as we get ready for the season to start. And then once the season starts is where like, we're going to, you know, we really get going. And so I think the plan for now is that we're going to do we're going to try to try to do two episodes a week so one episode per series and so we'll do an episode to recap the series that just ended and preview the series that's just about to start and so we get two a week and that that'll kind of be the makeup of it and then we'll we'll go from there and we'll see but that way we can talk about hey what's all the cool stuff that just happened let's celebrate wins together let's talk about how cool the team is and then we'll look at, ahead to the next series and try to figure out uh oh, who who's who's pitching and who's pitching for them and what what's what's the deal with injuries and you know some of those things that we're looking at. I can't wait, cannot wait. This is gonna be fun. It's gonna be an awesome season. This is gonna be a fun year. All right. Do you have anything else to add on this one, Ray? No, I just uh, let's do this, guys. 
Uh, it's pretty cool. We already have a pretty good uh, group of people uh, following us on Twitter. So please just start there, even if nothing else, start there, um, and we'll 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 get this we'll get this ball rolling. Let's 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 make the let's make this the funnest season that the A's have had. We know that they're going to be good. It's going to be a good season, and let, let's make it even better by having a fun group around it. Absolutely. And then don't forget because it does help, and this stuff matters, unfortunately. But do like go if you can go subscribe, um, subscribe and rate us. If you're on Apple Podcasts. Go rate, give five stars, leave a review. That stuff actually helps because then more people can find out about it. We can make this community a little bit bigger, a little bit stronger, a little bit more fun. Um, and that actually does go a long way to doing it. So please just take, it takes two seconds. Just go do it. Um, and and we, we appreciate the love. We appreciate you guys listening and tuning in. Yeah. All right. Let's go A's. Let's go A's. Do you know about my city? The city of old. Let's take a little trip down memory lane. My brothers played nothing but the dope.